everybody, and welcome to, of course, China. Today we're coming to you from Kathy Zhang's office. Kathy is an accountant serving many foreign clients for the past 20 years. Today we're going to be talking about taxes and uh, issues with taxes and the dangers of taxes, uh, tax evasion. We're going to talk about setting up companies here in China and work visas for foreigners. So don't go anywhere. This is going to be an interesting one. All right, Kathy, thank you for having us here. Thank you, Zip, for having me here. I want to say one thing before Kathy got me out of a mess uh, more than once, and I thank you for that. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's just jump right into that. Sure. Um, I guess that one of the first questions that I have, uh, we have many questions about this. Mm -hmm. um, me personally, I want to know how do people get caught in, in, in tax fraud? I mean, don't they know that they're going to get caught at one point? I mean, why? How do they get caught, for example? What are some of the most common mistakes that people make? In China of 2020 China, or yeah. 2021, right. I think, first of all, they may have lack of knowledge regarding this area or they don't put much importance with the tax part mm -hmm. or maybe they are misled by somebody. Um, I don't think everybody is intentionally do that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So if they have the correct guidance for that, they, they will choose the right way, I believe. Mm -hmm. So the right accountant is important. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that an accountant is good then? I mean, right. if you're going to choose an accountant, I have an accountant. It was recommended by a friend, but but if somebody just comes to China, they want to set up a company, how do they know, oh, I should choose Kathy, or I should, how do they go about that? Uh, what is the best way? Uh, I think so for for a better accountant, um, first of all, we must know the clients, mm -hmm. know what the clients uh, want to do, and uh, together with the, uh, the knowledge in our mind, we need to give them the uh, advice, which is most uh, which way is the most suitable one for them? So, yeah. like, if I'm a, a new in China mm. and uh, I want to get an accountant because I want to start a company or mm. anything, right? Mm. And yeah, I may look online and I may look in a magazine like here, and I I see a few. What do you think I should ask the accountants that maybe I go meet three? I need to choose. Mm -hmm. How do I know? That's what you. How do I make I that choice? How do I make the choice? What do you recommend someone to? check when he chooses the right accountant. Mm. I think when you have the conversation with these yes. accountants, you need to uh, pay attention if they are asking you questions and trying to know your business mm, model. I, see. Um, I have seen many people, they, uh, for example, they set up the wrong company because their accountant just uh, have have one gives them one choice mm. because they never wants to know what the clients needs, uh, would like to do. So regardless, the uh, the clients needs, they just uh, set up a company for them. But this company may not be suitable for the uh, for the clients. Like the, the for scope example, of the license. Yes. And for example, uh, the first time I met with each clients, my question will be for them is I will ask them what, what is their business and 
to whom they are going to sell, what kind of things they are going to sell. They are going to sell goods or sell services. Where are they going to buy? Are they going to buy from China local market or buy from uh, from uh, from abroad? Are they going to sell the goods to China local market or they sell, they do export? How many people they may want to yes, hire? Yes. So basically you're saying a good accountant um, needs to really know understand. what you're planning. Yeah, and if they're you. not mm. uh, trying to know you and the business you're trying to open, mm -hmm. something is wrong. Yeah, if they're right. just trying to sell you something quick, right. a quick solution, mm -hmm. then right. that's not a good call. Mm -hmm. Right, so, um, yeah. okay, so about that, setting up company. In, in, in China, right? Mm. Uh, it changed a lot over the past <laughs> decade or two, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have a lot of experiences, some crazy ones. Mm. I've I'm had sure four you companies, have. yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so it changed a lot. Um, today it became much easier, right? Right. It came much easier since about eight years ago. Mm. Uh, because uh, when, I, when I just uh, started my career, in Dongguan, in 20 years ago, at that time, for example, in, if you want to set up a Wufei, this foreign-owned, uh, wholly foreign-owned enterprise, the the total the capital needs to be at least one million U.S. dollar uh, for. Yeah, because it was uh, it was based on manufacturing. Correct. Right? Correct. And also mainly at that time, the Wufei is manufacturing company, not right. so many trading companies. The trading business actually started later, not at that time. Started later from 2008. But also the yeah. trading companies uh, could get away with having a, a rep office, right? A yeah. representative office, so, which is different than uh, a company, a fully What fledged. is that exactly? So that the, the people understand is you would set a company, for example, in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot easier. You could mm -hmm. go and buy companies off the shelf, companies yeah. that have already been established mm -hmm. and, and they're just there waiting for somebody to come and buy them. Or you can um, even uh, do it over a company that you already have in sure. the US or mm -hmm. wherever. And, mm -hmm. and then uh, you would just set up a representative office of that company. Some of the, the, the caveats about those is that they were not allowed to... Issue and to earn money. So basically, non-profitable, yeah, non-operational entity and no profit, no sales, just a backup service. Representing another yeah. company from And that's what a lot country. of people were doing to get work visas. Mm -hmm. right. So they would set up a company in Hong Kong, open right. a representative office right. and get a work visa, even though they were not generating any income from there. Mm -hmm. but, but still about setting up companies, I do want to say about uh, uh, what you just mentioned, right? I, I, I always think like people, you know, some people want to move to China. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to happen more and more, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I think, is it correct that one of the ways to really to do that is to come and open a company? Yeah. And start For a company and then give yourself a visa. I mean, of course, you, you need, it needs to be, you need to have a, some idea, a business, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But I mean... Maybe because I'm here for very long, it sounded. It sounds like it's easier to just open a company here than I'm going to the U.S. and opening a company. At least it's much cheaper. Right. Much cheaper. Especially now, because to open a company, you, there is no barrier uh, such as capital limit. Uh, so um, uh, usually we we would just oh, really uh, you, you yeah, can just no open barrier. a company. Uh -huh. Yeah, no barrier to set up a company. And also, it's very easy to set up a company through an individual foreigner's name. No mm -hmm. need must to be a Chinese. foreign company. And also, no need must be a Chinese. Yeah, an individual foreigner can set up a company easily here now. Right, so... I need your number. 
yeah. So basically, and, uh, so basically, mm. if you're like uh, whatever, a freelancer, a graphic designer, and yeah. you're in the US now, and mm -hmm. the, the situation is not very good, right? Mm -hmm. And you think of moving to China. Uh, you could come and without too much capital, mm -hmm. set up a company, try mm. to start finding clients, mm -hmm. right? And, and right. And yeah. also, you know, and we stay the, and work legally, sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. and work legally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Work legally, right. And how much, I mean, to open a company, let's just say how much it may cost. You may pay, I think, 10,000 to 20,000 fees right. uh, for the service of helping you doing that, right? Stuff like that, which right. is what? Two, three thousand US dollar. Right. No, it's about 20. We, we usually, for Woofie setup, we charge 20,000. Which is, is 3,000 yeah. US dollars. Wait, wait, wait. 20,000 uh, US right. dollars? This is just the start up. 20,000 US dollars or 20,000 no. RMB? Uh, RMB. It's okay. RMB. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So 20,000 RMB um, to set up the company. And, you know, mm. you can probably find it cheaper, but, you know, maybe they will not speak English with you like Kathy does, uh -huh. right? So you may have other issues there. But uh, what I'm saying is that it's not very uh, difficult. It's very achievable. You want to move to China? One of the ways, come and open a company and start your business and give yourself a visa mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. right way, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a person who uh, believes in the ability to generate your own income, this is the way to do it. For example, if, if you're a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. Let's say, like, yeah. I wanted to become a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. I could set up a company, mm -hmm. and, and then I'll be able to work here mm -hmm. legally and uh, make my money outside. Mm -hmm. Now, um, talking about um, filing taxes uh, in China, let's talk about that. If I'm an individual, um, what are some of the limits? Of, after how much income do I need to declare taxes as a foreigner here in China, for example? Um, so uh, mainly, you're maybe you're talking about the salary income or service income, right? Mm -hmm. Individual yep. income so tax. So yeah, this individual income tax uh, every year for each person you have a sixty thousand RMB deduction. Okay. So five thousand a month. Yes, after that. five thousand a month, and after that, there's a uh, a tax mm -hmm. which is it's from it's yes, also bracketed. By step, yeah, yes. by different brackets from three percent to forty five percent. Forty five percent. Right. Yeah. So so let's say you make uh, uh, let's say you make around five thousand US dollar a month, which mm -hmm. is thirty thousand RMB. Mm. Right. Mm. Then what would be the tax around? You, you, uh, the personal you mean income tax. Thirty thirty thousand RMB. Yes, right. A month. That will be about. Uh, 2,500, that is just a rough... Right, yeah. roughly, yeah. an idea. So you make 5,000 US dollar mm. and you pay about three to $400 taxes, taxes mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Roughly, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the people, mm. they don't declare their full salary. Yeah. And companies cooperate with that companies people right because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the company the company is required to declare the people's salaries right mm -hmm. and the taxes are taken from the company mm. and the company deducts it from the salary when they give the people yeah. right yeah so withhold mm. so there is still a very wide uh, um, practice of not declaring the full salary is that correct yeah, there is such practice, right. but uh, but we must say this practice is uh, not totally legal. No, it's mm -hmm. probably just not. <laughs> it's not legal. legal. <laughs> Plain and simple, right. not legal. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But is it? Is it? Uh, does it happen more? Those kind of things. Mm. Uh, not really legal mm. practices mm. in uh, second tier cities, rather than places like in Beijing. Is it more strict? Uh, 
Probably. Probably. I'm not so sure not about sure, Beijing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is uh, yeah. This. But I mean, it's. Uh, some people don't declare at all, right? Mm -hmm. But I think this is uh, this has changed a lot over mm -hmm. the last uh, many years. Mm. So, um, more of taxes, right? Yeah. Mm. I wanted to know um, when, for example, in America, you have all these turbo taxes and all these apps and all these things that help you file your personal income tax. Mm -hmm. um, are there such things uh, here in China? Like yeah. Yeah, in China, uh, the government, the tax bureau also have developed such individual income tax declaration app. Mm -hmm. And you can put your deduction information there, and also you can declare your tax through the app. Mm -hmm. But for many people who are employed by companies, the co more common way is their company will help them to them. withhold their individual income tax. But through the app, they can see all the information the company has declared. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had a situation that perhaps I'll just share it here and you tell me your, your experience. Mm -hmm. um, I was working for a school mm -hmm. and they were deducting taxes from me, but mm -hmm. they were not paying mm -hmm. them. When I went to oh. renew my work permit, <laughs> I, I, I needed to show my wow. taxes and was like, you haven't paid taxes. I'm like, mm -hmm. so I went to the school and uh -huh. basically I quit. But mm -hmm. could I have taken any legal action against them? Sure, sure. Because the school... Uh, should be the first one that the tax bureau should come to because they are the withholder of your individual income tax. Mm -hmm. And actually, they kept your tax in their pocket, right? Yeah. They should pay to how the does, tax bureau. How does a teacher in mm. China or any other employee, right? Mm. Foreign employee in China right now watching mm. this, how do they make, sure. Like, make sure? Oh, maybe my company is doing the same. That's yeah, because they did that to me mm -hmm. for about seven months and oh. I didn't Can know. Can they check? Okay. They, okay, they can they can check through the app, but for foreigners, for the first time, you may need to go to the tax bureau in person to do a name verification mm -hmm. first. And after that, you are going to have a username and password. You can go into the app and check if you Yeah, this happened to me in 2017, and, and I went there just with my passport to get a printout of mm -hmm. my taxes mm. for renewing my, my, my work permit. Mm. And when it came out like zero, and, and I was actually downgraded from having like this five-year visas to a one-year visa because mm. of that like... Oh, some this, issue. Yeah. Right. So I blamed the school for, for right. category C to car right. category B to category right. C downgraded. Oh. Now, uh, how is taxes related to visas? I mean, like, um, in, in like I think in a few ways, right? In one mm -hmm. way, uh, you can uh, the more taxes you pay, the easier it is to get a visa, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if you don't pay your taxes, you're gonna have problems with your visas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's getting more strict about this. Which uh, yes, if a person uh, has the uh, has the bachelor or bachelor above diploma degree, so uh, they needn't must declare a very high salary. Mm -hmm. But if they don't, or if they cannot provide the d diploma notarization documents, uh, in order to get a visa, the easiest way is to declare uh, a qualified salary. Higher salary. Yeah, a higher salary. For mm -hmm. example, now in Dongguan, uh, from July, uh, the new policy is for class B, uh, you have to declare a salary more than uh, more than 21,500 RMB per month. Okay, that so even without salary. a degree, yeah. you could get a work visa, Yeah. but you need to declare an income of 
of a higher, higher twenty one thousand. Okay. Right. Yeah. And right. then you pay taxes based on that. You pay right. Tax. Yeah. You pay I, tax. I have a, mm -hmm. a, a a thing that I wanted to ask that connects a lot of these ideas. Mm. Um, what about social security? Mm, Social so. Security for a foreigner mm -hmm. is it is it mandatory? Is mm. it optional? Mm. How does it work? Mm -hmm. Okay, so for Social Security, um, is according to the law, is still mandatory Ma for, for everyone, including foreign. This is like employees. a new from a couple of years ago, right? Uh, yes, Few years yes. Ago. According yeah. to this new law, mm -hmm. uh, new Social Insurance law. Foreigners also are mandatory to pay social insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, Which social insurance? Just a minute. Uh, it, it includes it's a unemployment. Yeah, it's a package. Health, mm -hmm. pension, pension, Pen housing, all yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. No housing. No housing, housing is another separate okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. It includes pension, mm -hmm. working injury, unemployment, medical, mm -hmm. and maternity. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So you're saying it's mandatory for foreigners? Yes. Yes. But. Do you have it? I do, <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. But I must tell that <laughs> in practice, it's true that many foreigners and and also their employers are not paying this social insurance. Um, and of course, if the foreigner has no objection, so basically, it's no problem. What, what yeah. I think is that it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's a lot of investment. It's a it's a lot of. Um, yeah, a lot of work to get all this documentation, this, this formalities for people who are going to be here for six months or mm. a year or mm. you know what I mean? Mm. So for somebody who's a long stayer like yourself or like mm. myself, mm. it makes absolute but sense. I think, but I think, uh, um, I think that first of all, the social uh, security payment is about what, seven, eight hundred RMB every month in total. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, it changes according to salaries, yeah. maybe. But the I'm saying basic the basic one. Yeah, the basic minimum one now is nine. Is about nine hundred. Nine hundred. And yeah. and I, and mm. also, I want to mention that uh, there is uh, two parts to that, right? One mm. part by the company. Yeah. Uh, about, about two thirds. Mm -hmm. And yeah. one part is by the actual employee, which can be deducted from your salary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. But I think one of the concerns I've been hearing from foreigners is like pension. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Even if I work here three years, mm -hmm. then I go home. Mm. Right, am I going to see this pension? Mm -hmm. uh, you can you can apply to refund the pension in your own account. I mean, for the pension, there are two accounts. One is the social accounts that is belong to the social uh, social system, the social insurance system, and the other account is your personal account. So you can withdraw the money, withdraw the pension funds from your. Personal. Uh, personal account. You can. You so can. it's not lost. Mm. You're going to get it. Right. Right. If you're right. paying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, and, are, the, what are other benefits, sorry, in terms of medical, of mm. having Social Security? I haven't mm. used Have I used it? I don't think I've used it ever. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got it only like a year ago or something. Mm -hmm. First of all, you may need to use it with Chinese local hospitals, right? Mm. There yeah. are yeah. some hospitals there are now. Many, now there are many hospitals are under this uh, uh, secret, Social Security system. Private hospitals mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, some some private. But this is not full coverage of uh, right. health insurance, right? right? This yeah. is just like an aid, or like if something happens and I need to go to the hospital, <laughs> like Fernando, you have this insurance, right? Mm -hmm. Do you do you pay less? Do you know? Uh, basically, there's there's 
um, I think that my wife had to go to hospital and she paid less mm. than if we would have gotten to to Kahua or whatever hospital. Mm. Mm. And medicines are also cheaper. Less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. it does make sense to actually use your social security. That's probably security. not good enough as a, a instead of no uh, no no no. I don't think it replaces an insurance really, policy that you mm -hmm. could buy a I don't know whatever company. Right. Mm. And what, I, what are the other parts of it? Okay. So unemployment. Can mm -hmm. I as a foreigner paying mm. this for a couple of years now? Mm. Social insurance. Mm. And now um, I got fired. Mm -hmm. That means I can't get my visa anymore. Also, mm, how yeah. can I how can I uh, claim unemployment? You can apply. You I can, can apply, apply uh, like Chinese. Yeah. yeah. The condition is that your social insurance has been stopped. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. But I'm. But they also stopped my visa. I can't even be here. Uh, for example. Right. Right. That <laughs> could happen. There's that a kind of happen. like uh, mm -hmm. yeah an issue there. But and isn't it like a period of grace? I mean, for example, I if I One get month? fired mm. and and they stop there my is. my visa, mm -hmm. there should be like a period of grace. I think, uh, like there, a are month or there are several oh, months. There are several months. They can stop yes. your work permit card, but this is belong to the H uh, HR bureau, uh -huh. labor bureau. And, yeah, labor bureau. Uh, but they are they are trans uh, translate such information to the police. Uh, once several months, so maybe this information will be delayed. But mm -hmm. uh, let's say they fire me and my visa and my passport is done in two weeks, then, mm -hmm. then I'm, yeah, I'm in trouble, right? Right, right. right. But okay, and another thing that is interesting, I think, about taxes and visas, mm. right? Um, okay, many people stay in China on a business visa, mm -hmm. which have many, legals, many legal ways to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, basically, you're legal in China. You're supposed to do business, so mm -hmm. not to get a salary mm. in China. Mm. But maybe you are a trader. You are supposed to be here to meet with possible partners or mm -hmm. current Suppliers. partners. So, you know, it's legal, right? You're here mm. under a valid visa. Mm. But uh, you're supposed to pay tax here if you are here on this visa for a certain amount of time every year. Correct. Is that correct? Correct. 180 days, uh, I think. This is for, yeah, 183 days. Right. This is for the countries that has a tax treaty with China. Yeah. Ah. And most of the countries have has, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. have it. So, but there are many people on a business visa, again, mm. legally, mm. but they're not doing that. Nobody's paying taxes on a business mm -hmm. visa, almost, right? Mm. But I guess mm. it's not enforced. Mm. It's not really, it's hard for them to check. Uh, for uh, first of all, uh, the work visa and uh, uh, and tax obligation are two separate topics. So for tax obligation, uh, they are mainly looking to if you stay in China for more than one hundred eighty three days or not. This is the key point. I see. They don't uh, regardless what type of visa you're holding. It doesn't need to be yeah. straight 100 consecutive days, right? Right. It's within one year, 183. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Yeah. I, I have another question. I mean, this is all over the place talking about taxes. I um, yeah. What happens when, for example, somebody says like, oh, I want to buy this, how much? 3,000. Mm. Okay, do you give me Fapiao? No, it's more if you, if you, mm. if you want Fapiao. Mm. Is that legal? Uh, this is, uh, okay, for the seller, if they sell without Fapiao or without charging... Uh, well, Fapiao is an invoice, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fapiao is an invoice. Official <laughs> 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 invoice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a Chinese word. Um, so um, 
the it means the seller is doing business in two ways. One is official way, and the other is、uh, under the table, unofficial way.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they don't give you fapiao, that means they are doing business illegally.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and、um, this is very common. If I am the buyer,、mm-hmm. am I also legally responsible for buying something without invoice? Let's say even even if you instigate, even more, yeah. For、I、example, say. let's say、mm. you sell me、uh, a phone,、yeah. and、uh, you don't give me an invoice. Well, he's all, he's cheating the system.、Mm-hmm. Am I also part of that cheating because if, I buy without? Okay, if you are individuals, so now the law does not. Uh, does not say you are also doing illegal things. Okay. But if your companies, you may be challenged by、mm-hmm. your in charge tax office. So they are going. The in charge tax office may say, your company, you are helping the suppliers to steal tax. What I what I think is that there are so many、mm-hmm. companies、mm. in China.、Mm. So many.、Mm. I mean. Think about a country that has a lot of industries and a lot of companies. Think about America.、Mm-hmm. There's three hundred and something million people. Let's say that there's three hundred million companies. There aren't, but let's say that they are. Well, multiply that by a factor of three or four. Exactly,、yes. mm-hmm. millions of companies.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the government basically looks at the larger companies, the、mm-hmm. larger revenue、so. mm-hmm. generating companies,、mm-hmm. and hey, let's look at your taxes and mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's.、Uh, Yeah, it's probably similar in every country, but like you said, it's in a big sea here.、Mm-hmm. Like、so、if you have like a small shop in the corner,、mm-hmm. but maybe it will come one day, right?、Mm-hmm. The, the, right. The, the system the trend, is tightening. The trend is still more and more strict. Yeah,、uh, especially the golden tax system. The system can work automatically to check and give some. What is this? Uh, okay, the、um, tax bureau. They are. They have a、uh, also a developed、uh, IT system. Okay. And this IT system connect with all the invoice information、uh-huh. and all companies declare tax declaration information. Banks. You must have、yes. it too. Best probably knows. <laughs> <laughs>、yes. Yeah. With the, I'm sure with this system getting more and more developed. So this kind of control will also get more and more strict. So、mm-hmm. the trend is still、uh, for both companies and individuals to be compliance,、uh, to be more and more compliance. Yeah, I have a、mm-hmm. computer in、yeah. my office. This、mm-hmm. is just for that. Just for computer, just for the tax issue FAPIAO. Yeah,、mm. for FAPIAO. That is the computer we connect to the printer for to issue FAPIAO. And、yeah. if and if <laughs> and if there is a problem, sometimes Kathy、uh, from the office she takes the computer to go to the tax bureau. Yeah, some <laughs> IT to fix. I think it's getting better recently. I、mm-hmm. I find it really interesting that they don't work with wind with Apple.、Mm. A lot mm. of this.、Mm. Why is that? I mean, you have to have a Windows computer to run some of these apps or some of this. Oh. oh, you have to have a certain kind. That's true.、Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but I guess <laughs> m- many softwares they are using is based on Windows platform. Yes. Yeah.、Um, one question、um, <laughs> mm. related to this: we talked about a lot of illegal things.、Mm. How is the punishment in、mm-hmm. China for these kind of issues,、mm-hmm. for tax evasion?、Mm-hmm. You know, taxes in the U.S. From what I know, and I'm definitely not an expert,、mm-hmm. it's very serious.、Mm-hmm. Very serious. People go to jail, right?、Mm-hmm. How is it in China?、Uh, in China, first of all, if you are found out uh, uh, to have tax evasion,、uh, you you need to pay the tax difference. 
Of course, this okay. is first, Make it and up then and you need to pay penalties. Penalties, and this penalty will be about uh, no, will be from zero point five times to five times Lord. of the tax difference. Penalty. Okay. Yeah, this is the penalty according to how serious mm -hmm. the problem. The is. amount. And what so out. you pay the difference, and then you pay the penalty. And also, on you, what pay you, you pay late fee. Late fee. You pay late fee, and this late fee is zero point zero five percent every day and which comes to 18 percent every year 18 yeah 18 and then yeah. at what point uh, you need to go to jail um, when you can't pay i guess <laughs> <laughs> On. Uh, yes but uh, normally now you don't go to jail unless you're um, you know you're very uncooperative yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Good. Hey, we're going to take a very short break and we continue talking about taxes, fraud, and uh, setting up companies' visas with Kathy in a moment. Don't go anywhere. And we are back with Kathy Zhang. Kathy, um, we want to talk a bit more about company setups, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, before I mentioned like a graphic designer in the US coming to China, one, one way to do it is just come here, open a company, give yourself a visa. What, what, what's the options for this kind of person and what, what would they need in mm. order to open a company? Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, now it's very simple. Uh, they, uh, they need to decide who is going to be the shareholder. For the shareholders, they can uh, just be themselves as individual person, or they can use an uh, overseas company. Uh, uh, and uh, next, decide who is going to be the legal representative. It's like a general manager, and this person's name is going to be shown on the business license. And the third point, uh, you need an office. Right, an But this office can be a virtual one with a very small space. You needn't go there to work. Mm. Or if you really need an office, you just rent a physical office. Right. Yeah. And, and what are the other things you may, uh, you may, you need to hire an employee, right? Uh, yeah. And through this company, you can hire employees. Do you have to hire employees? No, uh, not necessarily. But you need to be the employee uh, also. There is one employee that is necessary or not? Um, no. no. Not. Not. It used to be? Employees is not necessary. Mm. Yeah, you can have or you uh, you needn't must okay. have. Yeah. And then what do I need to consider mm. to be running the company's monthly mm -hmm. necessary things I have to do? Like I have to do accounting. Yeah, accounting and tax declaration. Even uh, in China, the tax declaration usually is monthly. And also they are quarterly declaration and annual declaration. You need to maintain that. Even the company... Uh, for example, even in the beginning, for several months, the company is not going to have any income. You still need to do zero tax declaration. I heard that there are a lot of uh, accounting companies mm. like yours that actually offer a, a whole package. Yeah. Basically, they contact you or they mm -hmm. contact this person mm. and they're a one-stop solution. Mm -hmm. uh, they help you set up the company mm -hmm. and they offer you the accounting services afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, that's... I mean, it couldn't be easier than right. that. Right. This is also what basically we are doing. We are doing this uh, kind of one-stop service from company setup to the monthly accounting tax maintenance and also for the general consulting. Right. Right. Mm. Now, uh, I would say that uh, years ago, probably now still, mm. uh, many foreigners open companies on a Chinese shareholder name. Yeah. 
I uh, also had a story like this in the past, right? Mm-hmm, and I had mm-hmm. trouble because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And uh, many people had trouble, but mm. some people didn't. They did it, I guess, because it was easier to open a Chinese company on a Chinese name. Right? Yes, it was, it was the, what we were talking earlier about right. the limits uh, of right. money. Mm-hmm. It was different for foreigners and Chinese. Mm-hmm. But it's still more expensive to open a foreign-owned company today. It's just the difference is smaller. Is that yeah. correct? Yes, the difference is very smaller. It's very uh, uh, as a process generally is the same. Uh, what would be the cheapest company I could set up if I'm a foreigner thinking of coming to China? Um, if you want to set up under your own name, you can only set up a, uh, set up Wufi, this okay. wholly foreign-owned enterprise. And uh, I really do not recommend Rep Office representative okay. office okay. under an uh, overseas company because this structure uh, has um, now is uh, proved to be very complicated. Complicated to set up and also complicated to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, every year you need to have the mother company's business license notarized abroad and bring here for the annual inspection. Mm-hmm. For this um, Process actually is very time-consuming and cost. Uh, it costs a lot. And limited, mm-hmm. limited uh, also what you can do. Yeah. What about so if the, you're the, married? Sorry. So, so the cheapest would be opening a wolfy. Open a wolfy. As an individual, no. Yeah, as no an individual. Office. If what would be the mm. cost? Uh, well, you mentioned twenty thousand mm-hmm. for the service, mm-hmm. but the minimum capital investment mm-hmm. would be what? Uh, can it would be, be zero. It can be zero, but usually we don't really recommend zero mm-hmm. because uh, for a company, when you start up, uh, at least you need some operating funds. Sure. So we would like to recommend uh, 100,000 renminbi as a capital. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you even needn't really put in this money in the beginning. You can have 20 years to put the money into the company account. A capital account, a special yes, one. Yes, a capital account. And this money, you, you're not going to lose this money. Uh, you just need to show, okay, I have this money, the money transfer from abroad to China, and then you can use the money to pay your expenses. Honestly, it sounds meaningless now that like 20 right. years you have it. That mm-hmm. may, it feels but, like okay. they may stop that too. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah. the money yeah. needs to come from abroad. I mean, if if a person is already here mm-hmm. and and uh, was working yeah. for a company mm-hmm. before yeah. and decides to become an independent person, mm-hmm. so I'm going to set up my company, mm. but they don't have money abroad, mm-hmm. can they do it? Uh, they can do it. You have 20 years. They can do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but she mentioned that the money has to come from abroad. You can, uh, yeah, yeah, according to the current policy, Yes, yeah, the money needs to come abroad, but you still have 20 years to do this, to meet with the obligation. Okay. So also I would uh, estimate that the, this kind of regulation, money must come from abroad. This regulation also may change in the future. Right. Uh, starting to why why does regulations change? I, 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 I'm a very, I love China and I like yeah. to talk about the things. China is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. How? Why does it change? Because people say, hey, this is not working for us. Hey, uh, this needs to be um, better. Hey, this needs to be improved. Slow. Mm-hmm. slow, but it changes. Yeah, but it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. the government listens to 
the things that mm -hmm. people need, and they do it. And, and also, we have checked before: is it possible that for foreigners to use their money they earned in China? To pay this capital, but now the answer is still not so clear.、Mm -hmm. But I'm sure that in the future, because the money, the money you earned in China, you have paid tax on、yes. it. It's、uh, it's the money under sunshine, so there's nothing to hide. So I. Uh, I'm sure there will be a way in the future you can do that kind of、uh, capital injection directly from China to China. I love that term. What about、mm. if I'm married with a Chinese and I want to open a company?、Mm. Would you recommend doing it on the、uh, Chinese wife name or、um, the opposite or the Chinese husband's name? <laughs>、uh, this depends. This depends because for Chinese they have another. Option besides limited company, they can set up a small entity.、Uh -huh. This small entity is unlimited entity.、Uh, in Chinese, it's called 个体户 or、um, 个人独资企业 Maybe you don't understand、What、this word,、mean? but this means the sole、uh, uh, uh, sole individual invested、uh, enterprise. Okay.、Mm -hmm. So this is unlimited. The、um, Why I mentioned this kind of entity because the tax structure for this small entity is more, uh, uh, is more tax efficient. Okay. And also, it's legal. And、it's a, legal. And a foreigner cannot open that.、Uh, foreigner cannot. But if this foreign uh, uh, Wufei, if this Wufei company is under uh, uh, under some sales scale, is still、uh, tax efficient. No problem. Right.、Yeah. I, I I've always wondered、uh, what is the effect of、um, digital payments like、mm -hmm. Alipay,、mm. like WeChat Pay,、mm. in terms of taxation. I mean, sellers can't hide their income anymore. Is、mm -hmm. that connected to the tax bureau? For example, when I go to Meijia, which is a convenience store like a Seven、mm、Eleven, -hmm. and I pay,、mm. there is a record.、Mm -hmm. There's a record that's、mm. probably shared with the authorities.、Mm -hmm. So. The seller has to now pay taxes on that. There's no longer、mm. um, the possibility to hide that you've made sales. Is、uh, that true? Is that how it works? Correct. You know, if the the tax bureau, if they want, they can have access to the taxpayers'、uh, bank system,、mm -hmm. including the Alipay system or WeChat system. They can have that access,、mm -hmm. but.、Um, But I think the main thing is still first, if、uh, what is the seller would like to do, if they are going to declare their full income or not. Sure, and then、yeah. they will. They will be the the thing is that it will be very stupid for them to do it because there is now a digital record of the discrepancy. Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about this question you wanted to ask about the YouTubers and stuff? Sure.、Like、that? I mean, when when you are working as a YouTuber、mm. uh, or as a, as a Bilibili or、mm -hmm. or Douyin, right?、Mm -hmm. And people send you、uh, mm. money, send you、mm -hmm. tokens, right?、Mm -hmm. You're doing a live show, and what are、yeah. they called? The those、uh, Douyin. Do, no.、Um, you mean tips? Tips. Yes. <laughs> I guess.、Uh -huh. Yeah. They send you tips. That's、mm. that's actually money.、Um, Or, or if you're in YouTube, for example,、mm. they send you chats or they send、right. you money.、Mm -hmm. uh, this is a new way of making money. Yeah.、Um, how is China adjusting to monitor、mm -hmm. this this new form of income? Because、mm -hmm. it's 
Okay, so usually this kind of uh, tips income is through a platform, mm-hmm. and um, and this freelancer is working with the platform. So uh, as far as I know, there are two ways they can get money from the platform. Mm-hmm. One is they can issue fapiao under mm-hmm. their individual name to to uh, the issue fapiao the invoice to the platform and platform pay them. Mm-hmm. This fapiao can be also issued through another platform. Mm-hmm. This platform is mainly providing service to issue, helping you issue fapiao. For mm-hmm. like freelancers? Uh, yes, ah, okay. yes. And this is legal because that company, that platform, they have, they have applied qualification from the tax bureau to help them issue fapiao. So this is one way. And the other way is the freelancer may set up a company mm-hmm. under his or her name. Mm-hmm. And his or her company will issue FAPIAO to the, uh, to the um, platform and platform pays them. For example, if, if, uh, if somebody uh, scans a QR code mm. on a mm. video yeah. and they send 10 yuan, 20 yuan, mm-hmm. 100 yuan oh, directly, directly. Yeah, to, to, to yeah. the to that person, to the uh-huh. content creator. Okay. Okay. Um, it doesn't go to a company, it just goes straight into WeChat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I use that money, mm. then it, it gets registered as I I had some income. Mm-hmm. So I would actually need to declare that income even if I have a job, right? So I'm, I'm paying taxes mm. because I'm employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now somebody's sending me money on WeChat because yeah. they saw my video, whatever. Mm-hmm. How do I? How do I? You also can declare that income because they, of course, the law allow you to have uh, uh, income from different resources. Okay. Your employment, your salary income, you can declare, and your other income, you also can declare. You can declare when you do the annual declaration. I know. When, when, yeah. When you when you talk about when you talk about the amount of money that you've earned. Mm. Uh, um, based on which you need to pay taxes. Mm. So all these little tips and all this little money that people have sent you, mm. they add to, so to your income. The, the, the tax bureau will not, they will not automatically see you have this kind of WeChat income. Mm-hmm. They're not going to see. But of course, they can see if they want. If they want this if assess, they, suspect, they can or, see. Yeah. Uh, but they don't automatically see. So mm-hmm. first, this depends on the individual person who gets such income. I should you, declare it. You, intention, uh, you, you, you will in declare or not. Of course, according to law, you should declare. I think in any country, mm. according to law, you, you need should. to declare your income. Right. That's it. It's a right. period, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. But, um, but maybe so, so it's like a freelance income. But it's a strange thing because how do you keep track of like you for example you're responsible to keep track. I but guess. those Douyin people pew 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 pew. Are, so are, like, are you responsible to keep track of that? Uh, for for some clients, if they uh, uh, they are willing to pay tax, and uh, we can help them, we can help them to check that uh, records and help them to make declaration. I would assume that uh, 99% mm. of people mm. do not pay tax on, uh, on getting mm. uh, yeah, getting 50 RMB, uh, 500 RMB here, mm-hmm. 200 RMB there, mm. right? Mm. But I think uh, it's important to mention, I'm mm. not sure the number, but there is some kind of uh, threshold. There is kind of uh, mm. like a, when, the, when, the, when the bulb 
uh, opens, you know, in red lights mm -hmm. at the tax bureau when Ziv is receiving 20,000 RMB on WeChat mm -hmm. or 50,000 RMB to my bank account. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? There is some kind of... Uh, yeah, they system are. System limit. Yes, where they get like, beeping, right? <laughs> um, uh, WeChat and Alipay still, they are not automatically connected okay. with tax bureaus. That's they are a really not important going to uh, piece them. of information for yeah. our viewers. Mm -hmm. It's not, but bank account, yes. Mm. Uh, bank account uh, also depends on the tax bureau. They don't automatically check. But like mm. if someone uh, transfer me 300,000 mm. RMB mm. tomorrow, mm -hmm. I'm going to get a phone call, right? I mean... No. 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 Not at all. I transfer that and no. It's just no. and then I use it to buy a car or whatever. No. Cash. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. uh, currently no. No. Currently no. Still depend. Uh, this still depends on the individual's intention to declare or not. Hey, can I ask you a question mm. now that we're talking about this? I don't know if you can talk about this. We could edit it if there's need. Mm. What is this whole thing about a credit system in China? Mm -hmm. Is that a real thing? The credit uh, system, you mean social credit system? Social credit social system. Social credit system. Now, related to also money. Uh, yeah. Now there is a social credit system. Uh, but this system now it only covers part of the life, not all. Uh, it mainly covers, uh, covers your record related with the bank cards, credit yes, cards, and like, your like loans. A lot of people try to say like, oh, you, you, you get in trouble. It's, like, it's the same as a credit score. No, but so I, think, far. I think there is an aspect that is social, not money related. Well, the, the note, what she's telling uh, us for is example, just basically banks. There's, a, there's another credit system which is not related with money. Um, if, you, uh, if a person is the shareholder or the legal representative of a company, and if this company um, uh, owe money to somebody else, and if this has passed the lawsuit and the and the court has sentenced you must pay to uh, to your supplier but you you didn't pay so in that case your name uh, can be put on the blacklist mm -hmm. yeah okay um, how about transferring money into mm. China and out of China this is a big issue that foreigners mm. had over years like oh, Mm. So hard to transfer money, money out of China, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, into China seems more straightforward. Mm -hmm. I, I re receive, you can receive up mm. to 50,000 US dollar mm. every year. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess in 365 days or is it in a in, fiscal year? Yeah, or? In, uh, in fiscal year okay. from January 1st to December ah, okay. 31st. And mm. uh, actually my, my, my bank uh, app shows mm. it to me. Very clearly, right? How much quota yeah, you have? How much quota I have? Mm. Thirty-eight thousand more, whatever mm. you know. Mm. And uh, that's it. I guess after that you can't receive money. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, but there are other ways, I'm sure. But more importantly, sending money out. Mm -hmm. How? Some people say it's easy. Uh, do you do it? How do you do it? Do, oh, the um, way that I no, do it is, I, I have three. Okay, I'll share what I do, and yeah. you tell me if this is legal. Or not, I don't know. <laughs> I have three credit cards. Right. Mm -hmm. and and I went back to my home and I gave a okay. credit card to my family. So yes. like, if you guys need money, just go yes. to an ATM and take money from my credit card. Right. Mm -hmm. I've heard people do that. That sounds mm. easy, right? You can 
you know, you pay the interest, the commission, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. You pay what you have to pay, yeah. mm. but it's just but convenient. It's easy to do. Uh, and not uh, every uh, ATM gets, you know, uh, serves this kind of cards, yeah, right? Go but for you, you know, Visa or yes. whatever. But now, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is that legal? <laughs> uh, you mean who take money from the credit cards? Your, mm, your my family. Fa- your family takes the uh, money from your credit card yeah. in, uh, in their home in country. Another co- in your home country, and you return money. You repay the money I pay the here. Bank here. Yes. Ah, ah oh, whatever. Okay. Not even credit, debit, whatever. Yeah. I have ten thousand in my account. <laughs> my dad is taking mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow money to do use for whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, say, the, let's say I need to pay taxes in Colombia. <laughs> I, because I, now I have real estate in Colombia because my parents passed uh-huh. away, so I inherited. Mm-hmm. So I need to pay some taxes every year. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. my brother takes a credit card and he takes money to pay mm-hmm. pays the taxes. But this is your taxes. It's it, actually it's my personal taxes that I so need to pay. So it's actually you didn't really mm-hmm. okay. But anyway, you transfer money there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is that that's legal, so right? So how you how you transfer your money you earned in China to your credit card account? I pay it to the bank. No, actually, China. it's not transferring any money. It's uh, still in China. You just are cashing it. Yeah, it's it's almost as if I go on a trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say I go on a trip. Yeah. And I take money from the ATM and mm-hmm. I spend it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. in, in here, my eyes, this is legal. Uh, here, you repay it. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. it's legal, right? But up to a, mm, a certain yeah, number. I, uh, I don't see any problem with it. But I'm sure this, yeah, this is some some bypass way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and usually, um, I want to mention is that if you want to send money officially to abroad, uh, what you can do is first of all, this money must be taxed first, and you have your tax uh, uh, tax proof. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're working here, uh, you need to show your work permit to the bank. Okay. And your passport and your tax proof, then you can transfer, uh, transfer the money out. So any money that's and accounted also, for. Also remember, if the company is going to pay you, uh, you also can ask the company directly pay to your yeah. overseas account. That's instead of way. yeah, okay. instead of paying to your China account, they can pay directly to your overseas account. But okay. how about mm-hmm. how about um, how about Western Union? Is that legal? Um, Western Union, you know, it's a money transfer yeah. service, so there are other ones too, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yes. And you pay and, commission? And, uh, yeah, you pay a commission, and if you are going to send money to your family, you can, yeah, you can do that way. So, there's no problem? They don't ask you for tax records and mm, stuff. You just can, you yeah, can send money. And also, they have limit. You know, there they is have a limit, limit. Right. But I can go every day, probably. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, w- mm. I want to ask another guy. This, I mean, we're we're touching so many things because mm. it's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. I become an investor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About stock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you? When do you need? I mean, if I don't sell the stock, I don't. I only declare it as. I mean, how does it work when you have stock? I just invested a few months ago. Mm. In China market. In China. Uh, in the American market. In. In the U.S. Uh, stock exchange. Ah, okay. So you have a foreign ac- account. Mm-hmm. I mean, overseas account. You are doing that with your overseas yes. account, not with the uh, China account. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you? You bought yes, it yes, with yes. the China account? Is, you, you set up account so outside of China. Mm. You send the money from China to that account, and that account actually invests. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So any money that I will make, I will put it into that account, and then I will have to bring it into China. But what is the step for people who want to invest in, in Western countries um, in terms of taxes? 
Yeah, uh, the profit. The profit is the. You get tax when you sell. When the you profit is the income, right? Mm -hmm. I guess if you sell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But if you don't sell, it's an asset. Correct. Correct. So um, in China, if you are not a China tax resident, I uh -huh. mean uh, uh, a fully China resident, you needn't pay this uh, stock uh, income tax. Mm -hmm. China. A tax There's resident no, is a person who the, uh, has paid You know, taxes now here. there is a policy of six years, right? For, from for, uh, based on the new individual income tax law, if a foreigner um, in six years, if you travel out of China, go out of China for more than thirty consecutive days, uh, then you can break this uh, six years. In that case, uh, you just need to pay your tax based on your China income, mm. uh, not your assets income. Okay. I mean, not including your assets income. Oh. This is interesting, mm -hmm. but complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> All right. Because people may think the China, the China income just refer to their income they get paid in China. Uh -huh. It actually it also include the part they get paid maybe in Hong Kong or in other countries right. because of their work here in China. All right. I yeah. want to ask you another thing related mm. to money, uh, finance. You know, mm. foreigners in China. Mm. It seems that uh, a foreigner is a foreigner. Uh, unlike a Chinese person, I mm. cannot uh, buy a house or a car mm. with down payments, mm. with a mortgage. Is that correct? Uh, no. I cannot get no. a loan from the bank for that. You can apply. You can apply. You know, for uh, for foreigner, if you work here and if you have work permit, you have the tax payment record, you still have the chance to buy apartment here. Um, and also, you can apply for a mortgage. Uh, so you yeah. have a chance to get a mortgage. Yeah, you have a chance. Yeah, depends on. Of course, depends on the bank. Maybe some banks yes, some banks maybe no. But you still have chance. Somehow, all the foreigners that own uh, houses have Chinese wives. <laughs> <laughs> It appears to be so. Mm -hmm. um, I have another question related mm -hmm. to this this new green card mm -hmm. uh, yeah. for foreigners. We yeah. have a friend who's applying for his green card. He's mm -hmm. um, getting it, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And uh, does that change anything related to taxation uh, when uh, you get a green card? It does not change the tax status. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's mainly will be more convenient for this person to stay in China and also to be more convenient for the for the visa thing. They, mm -hmm. they Don't no need longer, to do. It doesn't need to. Yeah. They, they no longer need a, need such a visa to stay here. So basically this is just like a regular Chinese ID. Right. I mean, I can use it to buy tickets. I can use it to enter yeah. places. Actually, yeah. you you also uh, obligate it's it's obligation for you to carry it with you at all times like like Chinese mm. since Yeah. Well, I guess we have it with passports too. Not that we do that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm. so it's just it's just uh, 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 it doesn't change taxes. It doesn't change those things. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's like a green card, like American green card. You think people call it a green card? I don't know the exact name in Chinese. It's a ten year, right? Uh, five years or ten years. Yeah. Um, I get a, t a five years, mm -hmm. um, a visa. five year residence. Uh, yes. Residence visa. Mm. Uh, but that's not the green card. But the, the, uh -huh. this, this green card is uh, permanent. Is it permanent? Uh, yeah. Yes. Permanent it's, uh, it's called it's called permanent residence card. So mm. um, 
I can use it also. F- is it the ID number? Is it just like a Chinese ID? Yeah. Is the same serial? It's got a chip. It's got, well, I don't know. No, no, serial, I mean, but... like, for example, there are certain things we may not be able to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have those apps. Maybe you want to rent a car through an app, or mm-hmm. it's more difficult for foreigner. There is no place to put the passport number. Mm-hmm. But now, that's like a Chinese ID, or... It's uh, yeah. It looks like a Chinese ID, like a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also now more and more systems in different uh, organizations can support such kind of card. Right. Yeah. Um, what are the requirements mm. to get such card? If you know, uh, you know the um, the most common way uh, for, for many foreigners is if they married a Chinese wife. Mm-hmm. And if the marriage has been more than five, five years, years yes. then you have a chance. You 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 have a chance to apply for that card. I have a question. M- mm. My wife and I. My wife is Chinese. We married in Hong Kong. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's also good. You married. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Where are you married? Oh. Yeah. Matter. No. But but does that? Because I heard people say, oh, you have to register. Uh, your China. wedding, your marriage in uh, China, mm. and then the five years start counting from then. Is that right? I mean, because we've been married for five years, but mm-hmm. we got married in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can check for this point. Oh. I haven't. Well, uh, what is you need to register marriage in China? Uh, I mean, because she's Chinese. Okay, I mm, mm. right, right, right. Mm. Because uh, apparently, it, in Hong Kong, is a lot easier to mm. get married than in China. Mm. Um, so, so, for whatever so, reason. So we need to say to that graphic designer coming to open a company, marry Chinese too, things will be easier. <laughs> but no, there are other but, ways, right? Yeah, there are other ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's based on uh, your work permit class. If you're a class A, and if you're, um, your annual income is not lower than 400,000 renminbi, so mm-hmm. that also gave you a chance to apply for this but card. But you still need to have that those requirement met for, for a few years. Yeah, for a few years. I don't remember exactly right, how many right. years, but mm-hmm. uh, once you finish these certain years, you can apply. So it kind of makes sense. You need to be a very prominent expert mm. in China Resident, with yeah. strong uh, ties mm-hmm. to get. Or you have a very you have a very high diploma degree. Ah, and like the uh, talent. You, 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 yeah, talent. You graduated from very famous university, and uh, yeah, you got doctor degree. Then you, you won a Nobel Prize. A yeah, uh, <laughs> something yeah, like that. Sure, so you're sure. welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we need to take a break. Sure, let's take mm. a short break, and okay. uh, we'll mm. be back with Kathy. And we're back with Kathy. Um, so, Kathy, we sitting here. We are sitting here at this office, and in the back, people cannot see. But it's very uh, bright. <laughs> yes, but we have the uh, the official uh, Dongguan Daily newspaper, the media group. Yeah. It's a yes. government, right? Yeah, yeah. And we have right here the customs, customs. building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right there we have the the Dongguan Subway headquarter. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Dongguan TV and radio. Yeah. And the this. Porsche dealer, because I like cars. <laughs> and the Porsche dealer, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah. it's kind of... Uh, A very special place to, to have your office. Yeah. <laughs> Strategic. <laughs> but you are opening a new office. You're moving to another place. Is that correct? Uh, correct. I'm moving to another office because uh, to to make this firm more stable and also with a bigger space to develop. So we uh, actually I bought another 
uh, office, and mm-hmm. we are now under construction, uh, doing uh, not doing the renovation, right. so that we can move in this May. Nice. Yes. How many how many employees do you have? Uh, now I have uh, uh, 15 employees. 15 employees, right? right. Yeah. And uh, this new office, which is in a very nice building, a new building like mm-hmm. a like a tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vanka. Uh, yeah, Wanka. Okay. Yeah. And mm. then uh, the concept is very interesting you told me about, right? Maybe you mm. can explain us what you're doing in that office other than having your employees working. <laughs> okay. In that new office, we're going to have two separated areas. One is our own office area and uh, the other is the shared office. Mm. Because uh, after um, so many years, I think for many clients who come to me, um, some of them, they need, uh, they need us to help them to look for uh, office to do the company registration. So we would like to offer some, maybe five or six space for them to register their company. Uh, if this is a small company with just one person, that will be perfect because... Uh, um, because we're going to offer a table, offer printing and drinks, and also that secretarial is services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secretarial services. So the one them. one stop shop really right, right. getting a new meaning. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if to, someone coming mm-hmm. from abroad and uh, and starting a company and they got their office, they got their accountant, mm-hmm. they got uh, everything done. Right. right. Um, and you mentioned this. In China, it is also possible to have a virtual office. Mm-hmm. So why would it need to be... Why do you need to have a, a physical office? Is it for certain kind of companies or...? Um, usually now, for uh, for each kind of companies, you, uh, even that's called a virtual office, you still need a space. The okay. space can be very small. What's the um, size that is required? There's no... A specific size limit, but uh, usually, according to our experience, it should be about uh, eight to ten square, square meter. meters inside. Mm-hmm. And then it yeah. means you need to you show the government a, yeah. uh, that you paid uh, rent, mm-hmm. right, on mm-hmm. this ten square meter at least. But you were saying something. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When we were doing the preparation, that it has to be physically separated. It has yeah. to be physical walls. It's not like. That desk is that, and that desk is right. Nowadays, <laughs> you need to have these partitions and uh, and simple furnitures. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the past, there is a period you needn't prepare this, but nowadays, since the bank account opening is getting more and more strict, because the bank needs to come and investigate if the business really exists mm-hmm. and if the business is really doing what they have described the on their business mm-hmm. uh, license. Do, so they need to be careful. Uh. Do you, can you register, I know 15 years ago I had an office uh, in uh, a residential garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an apartment and mm-hmm. I had a, a, a repurposed it for an office. Mm-hmm. And um, But you couldn't do that. You couldn't mm-hmm. register an, a company address in residential, so mm-hmm. I also rented an office outside, the cheapest one I could find. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. Mm. Um, is it still impossible to register a commercial address? Like small office, home office. Home office. Uh, right. Now it's still not possible to register in a residential place. It must be a commercial place. But nowadays, the better thing is even uh, in one office building, if you rent one office, and if you can do this, do a separation do some partitions inside the office, you can get several numbers to 
register several companies there. Which is, it wasn't uh, like that in the past, right? Uh, right. In the past, it's more difficult. But nowadays, uh, it comes to a standard policy. So you're, you're moving because you're growing. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. How did you get here? Let's talk a little bit about uh, your, your story. Um, where, where did you study? Where, where you were from? you from? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you for asking. Um, so for me, I grow up in countryside in mm -hmm. middle China, uh, Henan province. Uh, and that is a place with a very long history. Um, since Shang, uh, uh, Xia, Okay, Shang Dynasty. Shang <laughs> uh, Dynasty. Yeah, oh, they set up the capital there mm -hmm. uh, in my in my hometown, Luoyang City. So that was the capital of China. Uh, yeah, in like. the ancient times. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's the capital of uh, nine dynasties. Wow. Uh huh. Okay. So uh, and I grew up there, and I went to university in Beijing, Beijing Normal University. That is the best teachers' university. <laughs> Um, I majored in economics management, but meanwhile, because I love learning English, so I, uh, I choose uh, English as my second major. Mm -hmm. That was about 20 years ago? Yeah, that's 20 years ago. That, mm. that time when you, studied, you majored, uh, one of your majors was uh, English. Did you mm -hmm. have foreign teachers in the university? Uh, yes, yes we, we, sure. we've got uh, English teachers, uh, yeah, foreign teachers. Right. And also I studied together with the English major students. I think that the mm. fact that you speak English is one of the reasons why a lot of foreigners come to you. Because uh, right, <laughs> this you know, kind I, of... I, I, uh -huh. must say, I must say that is, uh, I mean, I've known Kathy for several years and uh, yeah your English is great and it's Thank definitely you. very important but it's, it's not just a language it's knowing how to explain something mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. especially with this industry right accounting mm -hmm. yeah. yeah in terms you can really understand it so mm -hmm. yeah but mm -hmm. English without English you wouldn't be serving foreigners right, think, right right that's right that's right I mean some foreigners mm -hmm. use uh, I mean accountants that are Maybe a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. They don't speak English. Mm -hmm. They have not nice offices, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and then you need to use them through a third person. Maybe your assistant, mm -hmm. or yeah. and a lot is them. lost, mm -hmm. and you don't know a lot of the little things, right? Yeah. yeah. As long as we're not breaking the law, just get right. it done. But then <laughs> there is always problems later, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Because uh, I think the direct communication is uh, very important. Right. Uh, especially even even the translator can translate some of the meanings that the Chinese accountant tell you but but you know this um, there will be some important information missing right yeah so you went to the Beijing normal University about mm -hmm. 20 years ago right mm -hmm. um, how, how was Beijing back then uh, <laughs> Beijing at that time is uh, my impression of course is cold and uh, uh, and for me is my that was my first time to go to a very big city from a small place to a big city. Uh, so I really learned a lot there. And uh, in my um, uh, spare time, I, I did a lot of uh, tu tutoring work. Tutoring? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, tutor what? English? Uh, some, uh, yeah, for middle school students, uh, uh, for English and for math or for... Yeah, and for other subjects. Coming from mm -hmm. the countryside, do you feel, um, because I see it with Chinese people, but do you feel that you have, you work harder than, than those Chinese that grew up in cities? 
Uh, yeah, I worked harder. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, and my father is also a, uh, was also a teacher at that time. Ah, okay. Yeah, and uh, he always encouraged me. Uh, and of course, all the other teachers are uh, his friends. So the maybe maybe this uh, circle. <laughs> yeah, they also give me special uh, care. On my study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned. Sorry, you mentioned that your father sacrificed quite a lot to send you to university. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to to ask you or to tell us uh, mm-hmm. our audience because that illustrates a lot how important education is for parents. So, mm. uh, yeah, the, my my uh, my parents always told me I have to work hard in order to change my change my life and. Um, then I can go out of the countryside and have a broader uh, future. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's also the motivation for me to mm-hmm. to work hard. I think many Chinese are doing this way. Okay. Is your family uh, still uh, in the same place now? Um, uh, my parents, yes, but my my brother has uh, uh, settled down in another city, Chongqing. Uh, Chongqing. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. So Sichuan. sometimes my parents will uh, go and live with him. Right. Mm. After Beijing, where did you go? After Beijing, uh, because when I was in university, my target, I have set up my target. I, when I graduate, I will go to Guangdong province. Um, my first target is Shenzhen. Uh-huh. It's Shenzhen. <laughs> uh, so when I uh, looked for search jobs, so um, my first job is also in Shenzhen, but I didn't uh, work there very long. And later, my previous boss, the, the first accounting firm I worked in, uh, approached me uh, because at that time, he was also studying in Beijing University oh. uh, MBA uh, courses. And he's studying there, and we know each other there. And he said he has an accounting firm here, and he wants to recruit some new fresh uh, graduates. Uh, graduates. So he invited me to come here and see. At that time, I when I first time came to Dongguan, of course, I know Dongguan is just the next to Shenzhen. It's very close to my target. <laughs> <laughs> so I come here and see, wow, the economy is growing, was it growing very fast at that time. And many new investors, especially especially Taiwanese. There are many Taiwanese coming in, set up factories and doing business here. Uh, so that gives me a, a, a very uh, deep impression that I will have, uh, uh, have my uh, I can develop my potential here. Right. I will have a lot of opportunities. But so, I cannot see it in Beijing because in Beijing, I, you know, uh, mm. we, as a person without any background, any, without any connections, the chance for me to, uh, uh, to develop there, I think is very, uh, is pretty low. I would like to rather to, based on my own uh, strength, to grow, to grow up. The so, same reason yeah. why I chose Dongguan. Uh-huh. Right. It seems that a lot of people, uh, I mean, for sure, a lot of people came down to Guangdong with the same uh, concept in mind, mm-hmm. right? Mm. In different industries. Yeah. So how was it? Because so, before the <coughs> previous podcast with Sophie mm-hmm. Yuan, um, she told us about finding a job here after mm. coming from another province, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how was it for you? I mean, 20 years ago, I don't think you opened 51job.com. No. To find no. a job. No, no, no. How it's very it? difficult. It's very difficult. You must mainly based on, because at that, that time, internet is not popular. You must based on your own connections or and send paper resumes to somebody uh, maybe you know you yeah you can approach there's, there's something else that, 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 that probably we forget because we've been here so long people couldn't enter Shenzhen Right. Uh, yes, at that time, you need a special permit. Yes. You need a Shenzhen. special permit to enter Shenzhen. Wow. Yeah. So even if you're looking for a job in Shenzhen, you mm -hmm. needed an invitation maybe? Or? And also considering Shenzhen has uh, much more competition, I think my potential may grow more in Dongguan, in this uh, newly mm. growing city. <laughs> so what year did yeah. you come to Dongguan? Hmm? What year did oh, you come to Dongguan? 20 years ago. 2001. 2001, Uh, give service to my second employer as a Spanish apparel company, Mango. Mm -hmm. uh, so after giving service for them for four years, I joined Mango because at that time they wanted to expand their business here in China and open a lot of shops. So right. I joined, so you joined them yeah, and then I, you were the in-house account accountant yeah in-house accountant and uh, I also involved in many other areas including the import and export right. customs um, uh, the uh, HR uh, HR part uh, payroll um, and also the uh, even the legal legal part yeah so then you learn a lot working yeah, there, I learned obviously. A lot. <laughs> and then you said, I think before we spoke, you said that uh, they, they, they moved somewhere, right? Yes, they, they first they were in Shenzhen. Right. So it's easy, it, for me, it's no problem to give service from Dongguan to a Shenzhen company. But later they, they moved from Shenzhen to Shanghai. So at that time, I also moved with them for two years. But after two years, I choose to go uh, leave Mongol and... Uh, and go back to Shenzhen. Uh, no, go back to Dongguan. So, uh, and uh, at that time, I think based on my experience with working with foreigners, giving service to foreigners, I set up this uh, uh, firm. Mm -hmm. so who, uh, my target is to give, uh, give services to the foreigners here in Dongguan or around Dongguan. So this was a... Mm. Uh, uh This is seems like a lot of the accountants mm -hmm. in China that I see that I meet are are women, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, is that correct? Yes. Correct. What, Attention what is to detail. <laughs> Actually, I always say, I mean, Chinese women are mm. great. Mm. Um, it's kind of said the society is like more that there is more respect to men. Mm -hmm. You can see it. That's mm. the society. That's mm. the mentality. Mm. Probably changing, you know, mm -hmm. the time, but yeah. But uh, women work harder, um, and uh, a lot of times have better attention to details. More stable. More stable. Mm. Mm. So, um, what, as a woman, what you know, you own a business that grew over the last few years, and you're growing further. You're mm -hmm. moving to a nice you're office. Expanding. You bought mm -hmm. a nice office. You're mm -hmm. a successful woman. Um, 
What are the challenges? Do you have any challenges being a woman doing that in sure. China? <laughs> uh, yes, but I think from uh, the in the professional area, uh, I don't think there's uh, there's so many difficulty. I have the equal chance with men, um, but only in the family area, I think I need to because. Um, to balance the life and work is always a challenge. Mm. It's always a challenge, right. especially now the kids are going to schools. They need more of your time to accompany them or to get them. So this gives me more challenge. So yeah. it's, it's just a hard work to be. Mm -hmm. You need to excel in both areas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But yeah. do you feel about, uh, you think that in, in, in more industry, women uh, have equal opportunities in China? Yes, I think so. I think so. Uh, I don't think people are setting up uh, special difficulties for women to to involve in some industries. I don't think. Do so. women? I mean, I mean, mm. uh, uh, I must say that uh, mm. there is almost no country in the world where even women get the same pay for the same job. There mm. is very very few countries, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. You know, so like there is still this men women issue in. Every country in the world, practically, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, in China, must be the same, right? The same job, a woman mm -hmm. and a man, would mm -hmm. they get the same salary? On they will. On average. They will. You think they will? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We never, uh, in my team and also in the, in the other companies, what I can, I can see, I don't see any difference because of the gender difference. Mm. Mm. Huh. Is it, is it, okay, a lot of people say that, uh, math is the international language. Mm. Um, accounting is all about numbers. Mm. Um, is accounting the same here as abroad, or do laws have a lot to do with? Uh, for, from accounting point of view, uh, most of the criteria are the same because mm -hmm. China also learned a lot from other countries to build up the accounting system here. Mm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty international, but of course in maybe some very specific areas there's some minor differences like localization, mm. right? Adaptation, right. yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. okay. But for tax, mm, they are there are many differences and also many changes always. Uh, so, um, do you also serve clients outside of Dongguan? Yes, we also serve clients. But in, in matters of Dongguan. Mm tax and accounting or like if there is someone in if there is someone watching this mm. in um, Xiamen mm. and he really liked you mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and he wants yeah. to use his services yeah you can do that we can do that we also uh, we now we have a Xiamen client ah, uh, okay. the accounting <laughs> just, uh, the accounting rule is the, uh, is, uh, is the same and also the tax policy is the same maybe only some small practices in local cities has some little difference, but you but need not to so physically be there um, or something. Uh, sometimes, if we need to be physically there, we will be. But also, if we have clients there, we we are going to set up a uh, find a local team member there mm. yeah, to give ah. a local service. I mm -hmm. see. But we, uh, our team here, will still be supervising all the process. Do you also mm. have clients that uh, they may uh, first contact you and mm. have a discussion mm. before they even come to China? Yeah, you do? yeah, we have. So we do email communication yes. or now WeChat video call or Zoom call. How do they? Yeah. How do people find you abroad? LinkedIn. Uh, 
I think well, some are through word of mouth. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, word of mouth, yeah. uh, and the other is through my web page. I have a web page, okay. <laughs> uh, website, and right. uh, maybe they search and they can, uh, yeah, they can find. And, and of course, through here, Maxine, yeah, yeah. this is another very important channel for us. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I, I uh, strongly recommend your services. Mm -hmm. I Thank always you, did Dave. to many in mm. Dongguan and outside mm. of Dongguan. Mm. And uh, I... I thank you for uh, talking to us. This is, was almost like a, a, a long, uh, free consultation. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No sponsored. No sponsored. No, <laughs> I'd love to. It's not sponsored. Mm -hmm. It's just friendship mm -hmm. uh, and mm. uh, and respect. Yeah, mm -hmm. and respect. You mm -hmm. know, and we want to bring this kind of uh, information to mm. our audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Mm -hmm. uh, on behalf of the team, thank you so much for your time, but for your patience and for all the information that you shared. And uh, well, you guys know how it goes. If you like this video, yeah, give it a like thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up. And if you <laughs> like the content that we have in our channel, don't forget to subscribe to this and uh, hit the bell button to be notified button, whenever like, there is a new video out. And Fernando really needs the bell button. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, until we see you again, this has been, of course, China. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. bye.